Hello, welcome to the segment of This Mama Can, This Mama Will. I'm your host, Kathy Afalari. I am super excited and happy that you've tuned in today. So what started off as a journey speaking to moms in business has expanded into speaking to moms in all fields who are doing amazing things, um, who we can learn one or two things from. I hope you enjoyed this segment. Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, it will be nice to hear what you think of the programs. So um, today I have the amazing, the beautiful Ruth Davis with me. Ruth is a columnist, uh, a parenting expert. Uh, she's a writer for the Daily Star on Sunday and Norwich Evening News. She's a wife, a mother, and also excellent Yummy Mummy Awards 2020 finalist. Welcome, Ruth. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me. I've been looking forward to having you on and I'm so happy that we're finally doing this. Yeah, me too. All right. Um, there's no better person to have on to talk about um, parenting in time of crisis than you. Um, obviously, you're, <laughs> a uh, you're a mother of three, right? That's right, yeah. How old are they? Uh, Florence is 10, Jimmy turned eight during lockdown, and then we've got two-and-a-half-year-old Rafi. Okay. I mean, lockdown birthdays are quite interesting, right? It was really interesting. Actually, it was brilliant, and we had a great time, and it really showed us that actually you don't need to spend loads of money to have a good birthday. Um, but it was something that I'd worried about. Okay. Well, she enjoyed herself. Uh, it, yeah, Jimmy. He, oh, Jimmy. He sorry, really, sorry. I got off yeah, flowers. No, yeah, he really enjoyed himself. He had an army-themed birthday oh, and wow. camp out in the garden and uh, fire to toast marshmallows over. It was brilliant. It was really good. We had a great time. Oh, that's perfect. I'm happy to hear that. Um, so, what was the work situation like for you during lockdown? As in, did you have to work from home, or what was it like? Well, for me and my family, not a lot changed. We were really lucky. I know that, you know, so many people were in a really terrible position and I feel quite guilty about that. But for me, nothing really changed. I I write from home anyway, in the middle of the night or early in the morning um, around the children. And that pretty much stayed. If anything, I had more work than normal. Um I don't know why that was, but I just got commissioned for, for more things than I would have expected usually. And my husband was doing his PGCE teacher training year. So we had all our financial ducks in a row, as it were, um, while he was a student for a year anyway. So I feel like we were just really, really lucky and working was easier because he was here. Perfect. You know, that's a blessing in itself. Um, how did you find homeschooling? Well, no, that was not great. <laughs> um, so my husband obviously was a, is a he's now he's a qualified a ch teacher. Okay. But he, and he's starting his first role in September. He was training to be a teacher. So you would think on paper he would be the person training as a primary school teacher that would be able to teach them. Exactly. But, so how was it? How did it go? Well, he was studying because he had been doing on the job teacher training, which okay. obviously stopped because schools were shut and his course had changed to, to coursework. So he was literally doing about 10 hours work a day, uh, hold up in the study on his own. 
so I had to do the teaching and I was really the substandard choice it has to be said he would have been far better at it they would have enjoyed it much more um and probably learned a whole load more as well I'm sure you did did not enjoy it you did not enjoy it why was that um I'm not very good at it. So with Florence, for example, she was pretty much self-schooling. She's 10. She's very diligent. She's very wanting to work and do well. So she was taking herself off. The school had set stuff for her to do online. And most of the time, that was fine, apart from when she would ask me a question. (laughs) Year five maths, just completely over my head. I have absolutely no idea what they're doing or how they do it. I'm totally with you on that one, yes. I just, I mean, God, the things they teach them these days is just crazy. Exactly, parallel ground, and I'm like, okay, what's that again? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, then I had Jimmy, obviously, I really struggled with him because he is not the same sort of child as Florence. He was like, well, hey, we're not at school, I'm not doing any work. And getting him motivated was just an absolute nightmare. Um, and trying to teach him again you know year three maths is really not that easy either so trying to teach him when he didn't want to learn and I didn't really understand what I was teaching because also the things that he was doing I sort of knew how to do but we'd been taught when I was at school a completely different way of doing it so he's just saying well no that's wrong mummy you're not doing it right and we would argue so him and I were very similar and we came to loggerheads so many times there were tears from him and me and shouting and it, it mostly was really hard work well, hearing this makes me feel so much better Ruth because <laughs> <laughs> there were days when he would just sit under sense. the table and say I'm not coming out until you stop shouting it was, you know I was I turned into somebody horrible at times I was really not very proud of myself Aww. I mean I'm just so happy to hear this from you because I felt really bad as I was like, I'm such a terrible mom. I'm not coping with this. But um, I mean, we're here. We've come, come out of lockdown. So hopefully September. Yeah, we've done back. it. Yeah, we've done it. I think that's the most important thing. They're happy, healthy. <laughs> we're still here. Yeah. So that's the most important yeah. thing. Um, also, um, did you learn um, anything new apart from obviously having to cope with um, homeschooling? Did you learn something about yourself that perhaps, you know, you hadn't realised that you had in you before? I, I did, actually. I learnt quite a lot, aside from now how to compare fractions, but, <laughs> which I can now do very, very well. Okay. Um, I learned that, actually, I can be quite quiet and sedate and we don't have to be doing something 24-7. I'm usually the sort of person that's on the move, on the go, you know, first day of the holidays, get up, get out, we're going out for the day, and we do something all the time. So I kind of have learned how to just relax and be at home. We had no choice, so we had to make the best of it and actually quite liked it. Yeah. Um, it's funny you mentioned the guilt because even though we are we had no choice but to stay home, um, there were still lots of articles out there, you know, um, 10 ways to do this with your children during lockdown, 25 ways to get organised. I mean, there was a lot of pressure still, I found out there. So, um, it's... Oh, there was so much pressure. I think as soon as it became apparent that we were going to have to start homeschooling, all the bloggers were like, yes. oh, it's my moment. <laughs> and they were making 
list. Charts, exactly. color charts, and you know, we need to do this and we need to do that and we need to do the other. And actually, I'm friends with a couple of homeschoolers who are homeschoolers full time. Okay. And they were just saying, this is a car crash. This is this is just going to make people feel inadequate. It's going exactly. to really pressure. Just ignore all of it because what you really need to do when you're homeschooling is not what you're going to be able to do because you need to go out and meet other people. And when you're homeschooling, you're not sat at a table. The whole point of homeschooling is that it's a different way of learning. But this is about learning in the same way, only in a completely different environment. So ignore all these amazing timetables that these, you know, very worthy mums are putting on Facebook (laughs) and do your own thing because it's not going to work like that. Exactly. Each to their own. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I did actually make a chart and the kids looked at it and were like, well, what's this? Uh, Because the first two weeks, we didn't have any guidance from the school. We did after that. And it was really good and really easy for them to follow online. But the first two weeks, we had nothing. So I was like delving into the depths of my memories, trying to remember what I'd done at school. And I plucked out of the ether uh, Badger Girl from Look and Read from when I was at school. So I put on these YouTube videos of this Look and Read, which is basically where we would have the TV rolled in on wheels and it would be an exciting time at school. And I'd remembered it being brilliant. And it's like a little bit of an acted story. And then you read along with the book of it and then you answer some questions. I'd remembered this being absolutely amazing. And they just looked at this very primitive 80s TV program and were just like, we are not doing this and they basically went on strike from the moment I turned that on so well they were like no we're not having this we're too advanced for this mom (laughs) well they were just looking at like what do you think this like I mean I showed them the Goonies I thought the Goonies was the best film in the whole world when I was their age and they were just like this is awful CGI, where is it? Well, the funny thing is, when we watch it back now as well, you see, like, mm, maybe not so great, but then <laughs> it's yeah. fantastic, it was the best. Yeah, so that was exactly it, you know. So I made this timetable. They looked at it and were just like, no way. The only thing that we stuck to from the timetable for the entirety was the Joe Wicks. Okay. Um, we, I decided that we would need to get up and get dressed and get motivated from the from the minute we got up I thought if we don't get dressed we're not going to so that gave us purpose to be up and ready for 9 30 okay and um yeah so we was that Monday to Friday also also weekends as well no we only did that Monday to Friday we didn't do it in the holidays either but term time Monday to Friday that's what we did 9 30 yeah, I think that's really perfect because it gives them a sense of purpose and like this is school time. Like it helps to differentiate the days maybe. Because sometimes you wake up, yeah. you're like, what What day is it today? <laughs> Monday, Tuesday? Yeah. Exactly that. And they knew that, you know, once we'd done Joe Wicks, it was mm-hmm. time to go and do some schoolwork. So it, it gave them a bit of structure, I suppose, in a really unstructured moment in time. And I think kids do crave a little bit of structure even if you're a family that's really gung-ho like we are I, I realized that we do actually need some structure in our lives yes and it's very yeah, I've important had all these dreams of one day you know maybe we could all be barefoot on the beach and maybe <laughs> I would take them out of school and we would homeschool no no I have realized we are not <laughs> exactly that happy. 
We are the family that go to school. Yes, um, we love going to school. We love teachers. <laughs> we can't. Yes, hang on. I'm just... Sorry, I was just uh, explaining to be quiet to somebody that's just arrived home. <laughs> that's fine. Um, Yes, yeah, so yeah, we're not life. we're not that family. We're very normal. We want to go to school and we want to be Monday to Friday and uh we'll have fun at the weekends. We'll, we'll give up ideas of running barefoot on the beach while we look for fossils. We'll do that in our spare time. Perfect. So give up the idea of perfection and just go with it flow. Yeah. And um, and also just I don't know, have a bit of like normal structure and know that that's okay. We don't have to be amazing. We can just be normal. Yes, and have some structure, but don't go too crazy. Yeah, exactly. I think normal's a bit underrated. So, <laughs> um... exactly. yeah. um, I personally believe that um, not a lot of credit has been given to our children. I mean, they've had, like, you know, had to deal with school closures, playgrounds being closed, amusement, I mean... They've had everything. I mean, just as much as we have, but obviously as children, they deserve a lot of credit for having their world turned upside down. What do you think? I really agree. I really agree. I think they've done tremendously well. It must have been such a strange thing to happen to them. Mm -hmm. It was strange for us. This has never happened in our lifetime and never would we have imagined it to have done. Mm -hmm. For their lives to have been turned upside down like that must have been really crazy hard and you know, not seeing your friends. And for for my children, I, my older children, they were luckily just at an age where Florence has a phone and all her friends have just got phones. So they were able to keep in contact with WhatsApp and voice, uh, sorry, FaceTime and things like that. Jimmy, prior to lockdown at the age of eight, were, or seven, nearly eight, was definitely not allowed to play online games like Fortnite and um, he could play Minecraft but not online you know I was terribly frightened of things like that but actually I realized it was really important for him to be able to keep in contact with his friends like his sister could and so my friends and I decided we were going to let them play Fortnite together and we've just been really sharp on the monitoring of it but that was a bit of a savior for him you know he got to play with his friends genuinely play with them every single day in an unusual sense of connection yes yeah yeah he chatted to them and uh he's kept in contact with we used to live in london and we now live in norfolk and we have friends in london still obviously that we see they come and stay with us and he was able to play Fortnite with them and keep in contact with with people in a way that there's no way he would usually have done so I think they did amazingly well and doing things like that was really important to keep their morale high because otherwise it would have been such a lonely experience. Definitely. I'm just so happy that... I was an only... Go on. No, sorry. No, no, you were going to talk about being an only child, okay. Myself and I thought constantly about how much harder that would be for only children so for me and my mum she was a single mum it was just us she didn't drive um it would have been phenomenally hard I was just so grateful that mine had each other exactly yeah it's a blessing I'm sure that some people who were only children would have been absolutely fine I know I wouldn't have been um I would have found it dreadful 
and I, th- I think children deserve an awful lot of consideration and commendation now for for the time that they've done 17 weeks when you're a kid is really long it's a lifetime you know? yes yeah um, I'm just so happy that lockdown has been eased now in the UK. Um, what ways do you suggest we can better support our children to adjust to the new normal? I think it's a tough one because I have been quite anxious about it myself. I'm trying hard not to show them how much anxiety it gives me when we're out in public and people come close to us. <laughs> them. Yeah, I'm trying to make it normal for them, but really in a slowly, slowly way. We weren't the first people to rush out and go to a theme park. We weren't the first people to go to the zoo as soon as it opened. I haven't had my hair done. We've not gone swimming. You know, all the things that we would usually do, we haven't really been doing. We're just building up to it ever so slowly. And I'm trying to reintroduce normality to them in a kind of pigeon stepped way so that it slowly becomes normal like um I, I I always said at the beginning we're not in the same boat the queen said we're all in the, in this together but we're not in the same boat some of us were on luxury yachts some of us were in dinghies some of us were on normal rowing boats and now we are all coming into the shore together on those different boats and I'm hoping that we're not going to get a massive puncture well that's what I had been hoping and I I think I've got it we didn't have a massive puncture we haven't just sunk and had to swim to shore really really quickly we've got a slow puncture Mm. and we're slowly able to come back into the shore uh, which I think is the best way to do it for my family. That's how I want it. I don't want to just make massive leaps and dive right, right into the water. It just feels too harsh to do that. Wow, what a beautiful analogy. I mean, I think that's the best way to end this conversation. Um, just do what's best for your family. Take it easy. Don't just go out there and go crazy and, um, you know? Yeah, I think you. everybody knows their own children the best, you know? It's like when you've got a newborn baby and people are giving you advice, but only you really know how to look after that baby because it's your baby. And it's just the same here. You know what's going to be the right thing for your children. So you just have to do that and trust your own heart and instinct. Okay. Um, What would you, lastly, what would you say to a mom just like yourself who's decided to keep their children home for, for now? I mean, not home full time, but at least just being cautious. What would you say to them? Um, They feel pressured. They feel like they're being judged or being seen as lazy. Like, you know, you finally can go out now. So why are you staying in? I think that too many people have got opinions uh, and want to give them. And I think with everything with parenting, just like, Mm. you know, I said, when you have a new baby, everybody's got their advice. Listen to what everybody's got to say. And take it with a pinch of salt and then discard it. You've got to just try very hard not to take to heart things that people are saying if you don't feel that way. If you want to stay at home for the entire summer, then stay at home for the entire summer. Um, Just have the courage of your convictions and don't worry about what other people think because really and truly, nobody else matters. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) 